Yo, we are back. Butt fumble coming to you a little bit quicker than last time. Uh, let's face it, Richie got lazy and our viewership has dropped. David, our viewership has dropped. I'm very disappointed. This is all your fault. I mean, it started to decline as soon as you did your attempted ESPN theme song intro. Um, so I think we're going to have to scrap that for all future podcasts. Uh-huh. Um, but we'll go again. We have hit the end of regular season for our fantasy league, science, greatest league in the world. Um, you can quote me on that with everyone. All other seven members in our league will agree. Um, so we're going to go through, we're going to do a little bit of a recap on, mainly just for our teams, because we're the only two talking, therefore you have to listen to it, um, about all the things that Kamish had uh, proposed for us. And of course, we'll go through the games for the week. Um, a little bit other thing. I think David might have a stat or two. He's usually a bit more prepared than I am these days. I do have one though. Interesting enough, Ryan Tannehill now has the best passer rating in the league. How about that? He's at one eighteen, and the next best is like I think Kirk Cousins one twelve. I, I, I told him oh. Tannehill for MVP. Um, potential, mate. Put it. Tennessee. Tennessee <laughs> could be quite uh, cheap. Cheeky five bucks on them for Super Bowl. You know, that'll pay out tons. Jeez, Who knows? Avoid, but I, the likelihood of that is very slim. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, well, I, I, I think I said that stat a couple of, like, two weeks ago now or something, that Tannehill, I'm not sure if it's probably not the same now, but was this, since starting, was is, is the second highest um, scoring, at least a fantasy, quarterback. Yeah, he's doing... Very, very well. For a guy who's old as well, surprisingly has a good pair of wheels. So that standard mobile uh, quarterback thing is legit. Saw it on the herd, and you know how great the herd is. He's going on. And there's the one, thing, the internet. one thing I actually agreed with him is that uh, he's saying that mobile quarterbacks is not a fad, they're the future. And I couldn't agree more because mm. you can't get away with uh, average pocket passes in this day and age because O-lines so dreadful they are so dreadful now you see how much they just like guys struggle you see like Philip Rivers sucks even Aaron Rodgers struggles his legs are gone mobile quarterbacks Still yes there, but rushing, not as good rushing quarterbacks no uh, they uh, don't have longevity they, they're effective but they don't have longevity in the league this is why I jury's still out on the bar but I, I that's why I think he won't be there as long as but he'll develop. I mean, you've seen how much he's developed his passing this season. Oh Maybe. yeah, yeah. Look, look, he could turn it around. He could become a much less uh, rushing-based quarterback in the future. I'm not saying he can't, but if he continues his trend that he's got at the moment, I don't see him uh, having a super long time in the league. Mahomes will clearly, I think, surpass him in length. Oh, that's yeah. I mean, I think we'd all agree with that. But you've also got your bias because you own Mahomes. No, 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 it's literally just based on that. It's, it's got another. It's. I'm talking about longevity in the league. I might not own Mahomes next year. Oh, we'll see. I, 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 You'll pull the trigger second round. I own Aaron Rodgers, and I think I'm not. I'm not biased towards Aaron Rodgers being a. You know. And I still tell you off for taking him so early. Okay, fair enough. But my point stands that I'm not being biased. I'm just being a truther. Not a homer. I think many people disagree with you being a homer. Uh-huh. Um, but Jack. lots of talking points. You better believe it. That's what we do here at the Butt Fumble. Hashtag get Mark Sanchez 
on the phone. Come on the podcast, Mark Sanchez. Um, but we'll go through a bunch of stuff um, as usual. And I don't know, you got any more stats for us or are we just jumped straight into games? Uh, let's jump into it this week. Not a lot's going on considering that the playoffs are already decided for us. So. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. Week one of uh, playoffs coming up starting tomorrow on Friday. Oh, we'll go with Fabs, actually, because we have playoffs. There might be some Fab talk worth doing. Yeah. Um, and a bunch of other stuff, too. All right, sweet. Let's get into the first game of the week. All right, first game. I believe it was the... Uh, David, you don't have to do the background music. It's going to be there. Sorry. You know, that's the <laughs> really upsets out, you know, beautiful voices. Um, all right, this was weird. Chicago at home to Dallas. Dallas just continued to be like the dumpster fire, comical team of the league. Um, they refused to win against a team that's uh, had a 500 or better win record. Yeah, they, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, they're literally like, yeah, um, I don't even know how to, co- they have a worse record than Chicago now, yeah. they have a worse record than like Pittsburgh, um, and their team is so stacked, it's so scary that they're so bad, uh, but, uh, if, like if you own anyone from the, from this, from these teams though, fantasy wise, pretty damn good, all the receivers that were worth owning. Gallup, 109 yards. Murray Cooper got a touchdown. Alan Robinson got two touchdowns. Fantastic start to my week. Yeah, Sam, <laughs> Sam wasn't overly too pleased with that. He was here watching it with us and uh, I mean, he caused still, him problems. Still won because of fuckball fuckery with Zach Ertz. That was amazing. Oh, I was so, so depressing. Who would have thought Zach Ertz would beat Barkley? Great. Um, but yeah, it's a... Uh, I don't know, it's tri- has Trubisky finally figured out how to play quarterback, or has he just got on on a two-week run? He's better than Goff. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's well. a tough one. Goff's been on a tear the last couple of weeks. But, like, 23 of 31, that's good completions. 244, three touchdowns, 60 rushing yards. I don't know why he doesn't rush more. He actually is pretty good with his legs. 60 rushing yards and a touchdown. Throws an intercept, but I say this pretty much every week. Everyone throws an intercept. If, if you yeah. don't throw an intercept, for some reason, you don't have a good fantasy week. We'll get over, you know, that'll be a perfect crossover for what Jameis Winston blasts two weeks. <laughs> um, you go to the other side, Zeke, pretty solid game. You'd always expect them to run. Chicago's run defense is actually tragic. Um, since, I think it was like week four or five, they went up against Oakland. <laughs> Um, 80 rushing yards, two touchdowns. Honestly, doesn't surprise me. Um, Is Michael Gallup, do you think, startable every week? Yeah, I'd say in any league. He's um, pretty much since week f- five, uh, in a couple of weeks, week nine onwards, he's shown he's got that sort of potential. He spreads, the, spreads it out as a deep threat too, so I think he's worth starting. Um, if you can put up over 100 yards against Chicago, because their pass defense still is pretty good. Yeah. Um, the remaining games, Rams and Philly. 
will be tough. Philly's defense has surprisingly gotten better. For those playing into week 17, he has Washington. Mm, that would be good for if we had a week 17. No, no, no one should have a week 17. Uh, agreed. Uh, it's just chaos. Yep. Um, Unless you want to pick up the like third string running back to try and play as your starter. <coughs> which is just a dumb idea. Yeah, no, that's uh, I couldn't agree more with that. Um, I know people in leagues that do two semis and finals, like, like Look, I don't, home and away type things. I don't mind so that idea, but it just shits me when it goes into week 17. Surely you can start a week early. Like, start... Because they, they, they'd start the finals, what, week 14? Yeah. Well, that means so you start, start, it'd be such a short season. Well, the, 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 if you start your season badly, you're yeah, whole, but you don't you're want done. to finish your week 17 because you're essentially dropping your entire team or like you know the majority of your team just to start players. I like, never get a I start like ours. Yeah, it is. ours is good. Except make it 10 teams and auction draft. And um, <laughs> do that two to six playoff thing. Yeah. I actually quite like that idea. Saxon, get on it. Yeah, we're going to throw you about <laughs> five different ridiculous ideas a week, Saxon. And if you don't do any of them or all of no, actually all of them, then we're going to um, riot, basically. Um, uh, like, the other thing, like, do you see. Um, Dallas next season, Garrett gone, right? Yeah, surely. Nah, he has to be. I mean, you can't be six and seven in this t- with this team when you're going up against Chicago seven and six, and you look at the two teams comparison, it just doesn't make sense. So, um, other than that, see Jerry Jones was crying. Yeah, well, he probably realizes that he's uh, He's gone fucked up. <laughs> he was so hype on the Zeke Dak thing as well. That's well, just good. I, I think it's yeah. I think a new new page should be good for them there. Um, go on to the next one. It's this is a. Even though I got the pick wrong, it's actually not surprising because Carolina have just gone complete dumpster fire mode. Um, Forty to twenty to uh, Atlanta. That's a. Uh, Get my there we go. What's it loading? Um, this is a frustrating one too. Once again, DJ Moore and Christian McCaffrey probably the only two worth owning. Um, you saying DJ Moore's worth owning, David? Look, I'm not getting into this. We understand that I panicked. I yeah. accidentally dropped him. Davis this is worse than the time that I, that I did it earlier in the season when I drunk dropped somebody else. I'll never do that. Oh no, was it drunk? Yeah, I was I was drunk, went to sleep, woke up, middle of the night, dropped him, woke up yes. the next day. I was Sleeper, like, oh. install a security protocol <laughs> for that type of thing. Um, David, this Breathalyzer is, or something. David, this is the butt fumble, and at the butt fumble, we nitpick at things forever. You better believe Tampa Bay run game is going to be coming up. Um, but Devonta Freeman actually had his probably his best game rushing, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much right up there. Um, Ryan Hill actually not doing too bad either. I didn't even see that. Wow. Freeman had his first rushing touchdown of the season. Can you believe that? Um, that's yeah. He hasn't, he hasn't really. had the greatest season. Um, McCaffrey had good stats, but no touchdown, which always hurts. But you know he's still getting decent points. Right. Well, I mean, he, if that's his four, you can't be complaining too much. Yeah, exactly. Like the last few weeks, he's been struggling. He's still getting double digits. So. Yeah. Hopefully that picks up come playoffs. 
Uh, Carl Allen again showing that he is just not the future of this team. It's It really opens the door up for Cam to come back. I mean, he has been using his legs a bit more lately, which has worked well, but just the turnovers are so why, costly. Why would they bother? Cam would be asking for a pretty large amount of money. Kylo would still be on a rookie contract. Uh, if, if anything, you'd be looking at drafting someone else. I don't see Cam coming back. I wouldn't be surprised. Why, what would Cam be the would point be, in him coming back? Oh, for he's, a fa- he's a fan favourite, so they'd love to have him back. I don't think that he is anymore. Like, yeah, well, he's a likeable character. It's hard I, to turn on an MVP like that. Uh, Eli Manning. That was a that took a, that was just progressive. Have, but have they turned on Eli Manning after that recent performance? Yes. Which was grossly uh, exaggerated. I saw that first. Anyway, we'll get into that when he comes into it. First touch, touchdown. I think they nothing. all knew that that was probably going to be his, like this is, this is his last season because the amount of uh, people that I saw on the TV that had come out to the game to watch him play. Yeah. Like he had his brother there and he had fam- like a whole bunch of family there and all this type of stuff to watch Eli play. Oh, yeah. No, he'll, he'll retire at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, probably why they give him some games now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, interesting with the uh, the Falcons' uh, pass game. Seems like Calvin Ridley's been getting a lot of action, but now that he's on IR, Julio could absolutely explode in these last few games. Um there's not really much else. That does well for Hooper, actually, who's come back. Didn't do much in this game, Austin Hooper, but not surprised coming back from an injury. Um, although they do have San Fran next week, so that will be a tough one. Young Hoku really bouncing back. <laughs> 20 fantasy points. Oh, did he have, did he have an onside uh, kick recovery? I no, he, had, he recovered a fumble off a kickoff. Because I, re- I remember seeing it, and he went nuts. <laughs> and everyone went nuts with him, and it was great. But um, Like I said, he's my favourite kicker. I, I really want the best for this kid. Yeah, so... Yeah, so the return guy for the Panthers fumbled it, and for some reason, he was there. And uh, young Hoku picked it up and got the fumble recovery. Um, so... Stupid. Dude is so dumb. <laughs> yeah, but he's just that guy. Yeah, you, you love no matter what. We love him. Um, good to see Falcons back to normal, but it's two teams that have nothing to play for. So yeah, not much in that. I mean, this was next one. Buffalo, Baltimore. This was a big game because Buffalo have been they've been proving that they can compete. I think everyone agrees that they're not going to do a whole lot come playoffs, but. Um, I mean, they made it a contest. I mean, you, you thought that they'd win. You picked them. Yeah, well, I thought... My mindset was it's at home. If they get some really crappy weather in, because it's Buffalo, yeah, yeah. maybe it might work in their favour. But, I mean, with, with Lamar Jackson's rushing, <coughs> rushing floor anyway, even though yeah. he only did, like, 40 yards, but, like... No, his path game was actually on point. Yeah. Three touchdowns. Um, Josh Allen really struggled. Seven of th- uh, 17 of 39 less than 150 yards and a, a fumble uh, Devin Singletary had a good game uh, Mark Ingram is so-so he's you got a big game out of Ingram you do need those touchdowns I think um, where, do you, where do you rate Singletary say 
become draft next season. What round do you reckon he's looking to go in? Um, I mean, if he comes in fully healthy... Yeah, like, say, like let's, let's pretend everything is as it is at the moment. So don't worry about trades or anything like that. Or the draft coming in or anything like that. Just yeah. as, as the NFL stands yeah. at the moment. Um, for our league, I'd say you could do maybe late second. Yeah, for an 18 eight league. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, the points that he's maybe, got, he's, he's actually done really well. I didn't realise how well yeah. he's Well, he'll be, yeah, he's shown, he's now pretty much that workhorse role. Yeah. It was definitely worth holding on to for all this time, so shout out, Jez. You can have my, that's a weekly shout out to Jez for, which I've been doing like the last month for everything that he's done, um, even though he's still right down the bottom. <laughs> the moves have been there. Um... Cole Beasley had another soul. Dude, how good! Is, I love Cole Beasley so much. <laughs> I mean, he's actually become like he's had six touchdowns in his last eight games. Jesus. I mean, he's legit. Um, and he's had some like relatively tough ones: Baltimore, at Dallas, Denver. Um, and he's still getting those touchdowns. He could be worthy of a pickup. He yeah. does have an away game to Pittsburgh and New England coming up, so it'll be tough. But even like, against New England, like say New England last time, he got seven points, which is still alright. So he's yeah, he's got that. Well, I think just the focus goes on John Brown, so it opened it up for him. Yeah, true. The main thing out of this one is uh, Mark Andrew. Mark Andrews went down injured. Oh, did he? Yeah. So he's got he went uh, knee injury. And they're saying he's expected to play, but could put a damper on his uh, like production. Yeah. Um. I mean, if he does play, you have to start him. They're playing the Jets, and it's and Mark, it's Mark Andrews. He's well. uh, he's been on absolute tear this season. I think uh, Saxon lost out trading Andrews instead of Waller, but yeah, um, still understand the trade. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting. I'm still I'm still on the Ravens hype. Um, oh, Lamar and Ravens MVP sort I mean, of combo. The the Bills are still a very tough team. Like. Oh yeah, we're, we're we're saying you know they're probably going to go far in the playoffs. It's still like a solid team to come against. I mean, the the Pats beat them, but they didn't beat them by much. Like they're only going to get better as well. Like Josh Allen will continue to get better yeah. each season, um, and if they can actually get a solid, just some solid receivers, I think um, when your second best receiver is Cole Beasley, like I mean he's doing pretty well. Yeah. Um, Move on from one good game to another crap one. Cincy at Cleveland. No real surprise. Cleveland won. Was a little bit closer than we thought. Dalton, second start after being dropped. Um, back to sucking. <laughs> 22 of 38 and an intercept. Baker Mayfield, also back to sucking. <laughs> 11 of 24, two intercepts. Um, Kareem Hunt, another touchdown. I'm sure you've Outscoring Chubb again. By a point. But uh, Chubb had a ridiculously good game still. 15 carries, 106 yards. It's like his sixth, sixth hundred rushing uh, game. I think he still leads the league in rushing yards. So the dude is yeah, legit. Um, I'm surprised you haven't interrupted me to, about Joe Mixon. I was, I was holding, holding my tongue until you got into the Cincinnati side of things. Not that there's much to talk about. I mean, it's no 30 rush game, but 23, 146 yards, so a for touchdown. For someone who's had terrible, like, 40 receiving yards. Of his own line, he's done fantastic in the last, latter half of the season. 
Yeah, now you can probably forgive me for not knowing anything about uh, the Bengals O-line, but have they recovered, like, like guys come back from injury or are they just improved? I, to be honest, I have no idea. Because um, we, we I pretend like we, we, know, we know a lot of things about fantasy, but when it comes to things that aren't the attacking scoring, so... I mean, it's it's <laughs> also it's the Bengals. Like, yeah, it's the Bengals. Like, how much interest are we actually going to have in? Yeah, exactly. Uh, a shitty team. I mean, I, I think I've I've essentially been the only person to have stock in the Bengals all season. There's been a few people who've had Tyler Boyd and Ogden Tate, but yeah, other than that, no. Um, that's fair enough. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, it's just a. We said before how bad the quarterbacks were, so Landry he gets 76 yards is still pretty damn good. He is, in my mind, without a doubt, the number one receiver in that team. Yeah, I mean, um, I know, I know Beckham's done. I, I know, I know, Jez won't drop him because of well pride, and you get that point where you've you've had a player, you've drafted him with such high draft capital, and he's just disappointing. You can't bear to drop them. Um, yeah, but he dropped but, he dropped Juju, so like he can take he's. That's he's a fair point. Jazz, point. Drop, drop OBJ, mate. Uh. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say drop him. Just don't play him. He's just not. He's just not worthy of a start. Yeah, he's not. He's not worthy of a start ever. This season, he's had one, two. He's had three over ten. And yeah. and that was against the Jets, against Miami, and he just got over against Seattle. Yeah, everything else hasn't even been close to ten. Like he's had even one eight, one seven, like one six, and everything else has been five or under. Like they got Arizona, they're away to Arizona, which should be a prime matchup. But I just do not. His production has been that poor. He's just not worthy of Surely it. Surely against Cincinnati, that was a prime matchup as well. Yeah, no, exactly. That's why I just don't see him being yeah. worthy of it. Um, I mean, to be just, fair, he has come good against Miami <laughs> um, and the Jets in the past. So, like, there were two of his. Um, over 10 it's it's a boom or bust leaning on bust and I just I wouldn't want to risk it he'd probably be his big go down I know, I'd say Juju probably his biggest flop of the season but it could be up there um, alright we'll go on to Green Bay Washington this no surprise Green Bay won but it was way too close than it should be and I think we sort of summed it up again last week that uh, Green Bay are kind of that team that the ten and three record is very generous. Like they, yeah. they're just not going to perform come playoffs. You've seen them go up against good teams, um, similar to the Pats. They go up against a tough team and they just do not hold their own. So I don't see um, much going forward. Uh, I did say it last week, and I'm going to say it again, Jazz. You cannot play Rogers and Jones together. Um, this is I, why. This is why. It's, this is the definition of the recommendation of do not play a. Um, a running back and quarterback combo. I understand there are obvious exceptions. There's been a few times where it's, yeah. it's worked, but this is why that rule is kind of there. Um, I can understand his reasoning is that he doesn't know which one would go off, but one will go off. So if you play them yeah. together, they can cancel each other out. Um, but do you want that though? Or do you want to take a punt and go well? Yeah, well, that's the type of the thing. Like, it's, you can't predict it as well because Washington should, in theory, get destroyed on the pass. Yeah. Um, instead, they got done on the run. So it's almost like whatever you're, uh, you know, it's it's really difficult to say. Um, but you know, I'll give him. I'm going to give him some free advice for this one. 
I will say they're playing Chicago at home. I would not play Rodgers, I would play Jones. Because they will yeah. lean on that run. Jones will have a good game. I reckon he'll get 10 to 15 points. Um, and I reckon even Jamal Williams would do all right. Rodgers would struggle to get to 15. I'm saying that. So whoever his backup is, which I think is Tannehill, um, play him. Easy as that. Uh, other side, uh, Geis went down injured again. Um, poor fella. He was looking pretty good in this game too. 40 yards for uh, uh, five runs. He's been chucked on IR uh, with an MCL sprain. So... Yeah, that's unfortunate. That's a tough one <laughs> for uh, for Dan. Um, Peterson came in and did pretty well. 20 carries, uh, 76 yards and a touchdown. Saxon picked him up for an agency. So he could actually be worth a play because he's going to get all the carries. Someone who Saxon dropped in free agency to free agency was uh, Terry McLaurin. Yeah, you can't have your go at Terry McLaurin being sucky, um, but you can tell him off for dropping him, <laughs> David. So here's your, uh, here's your outlet to the world. Um, go nuts. Look, I, I've never, you know, I, I think Terry McLaurin's a good player. I think he's just in a terrible situation and he's unreliable. I think you should have dropped him a long time ago. Yes, I have my own issues before you get ripped into me, Saxon. I completely understand. But um, the one week he does well and you drop him, uh, to be fair, I completely, like, yeah, okay, don't drop DJ, like I said in the chat. Um, I'm just trying to rip you there, but still. He was a little yeah. bit sensitive from uh, last week's pod, wasn't he? So He was. Um, you better believe we're going to up it. We're, not, we're definitely not going to reel it back. It's only going to go higher from there. That's the um, science way. We'll go on to uh, probably the surprise of the week. Denver blowing out Houston. Yay, my team. Um, man, Drew Locke's been killing it. As soon as like I saw this game and it ended, I told you, all I thought of was the, uh, this, the, um, the Simpsons bit where uh, Hank Scorpio delivers them the Broncos and I'm just thinking instead of oh, having Denver Broncos I'm just thinking this is Drew Locke on a draft day as Homer <laughs> and it's just like it's like I know it's not like any other team uh, but hopefully you, you know, do well at the uh, Denver Broncos oh the Denver Broncos I thought being quarterback of the Broncos would be pretty good you just don't understand football <laughs> like I mean Seeing how they've played, he must have been so disappointed with that. But dude is killing it. 22 of 27, three touchdowns, threw a pick. But, you know, that's what you need for good fantasy production. You need your intercept. This is why I don't understand why they didn't try and play Drew Locke from the very beginning. We were never going to go anywhere with Flacco. What was the point? Oh, he's been injured. He's been injured the whole time. That's why Brandon Allen played. Yeah, but, like, didn't he get injured after the season started? It was, like, in training or something? Oh, I don't know. I don't. I mean, it's your team. You should know these things. Oh, I, I don't, don't know. Um, but also on the Broncos, Noah Fant having a big game. Four catches, 113 yards, and a touchdown. Dude is beast. Like, uh, like I still can't get over that. Uh, like ragdolling stiff arm he did a few weeks ago. If you guys haven't seen that, you go back and watch him. It was against Cleveland, I think. And he's just like, it's what, like tight, Seamus, why don't you love tight ends? They literally just pick people up and throw them into the crowd. <laughs> you know, it's so funny to watch like a corner, cornerback try and tackle a tight end. It's amazing. You love Noah Fair. How can you not? He's an absolute beast. Um, you go on the uh, other side, uh, Houston, you know, really concerning to get blown out at home. 
but fantasy production, fantastic. Uh, Deshaun had 30 fantasy points. Um, most attempts this season by a mile, 50 attempts. Hang on, hang on. Only fantasy, like, fantastic for you with Deshaun and Hopkins because you own the boot. Yeah, that's why I'm saying Everyone it. else, they had no tight end score anything. Darren Fells did nothing, unfortunately. Um, Carlos Hyde did David, nothing. this is my podcast. I talk about this is me. our podcast. Do not let this go to your head. It's, it's This is about me and me alone. Oh, God. Um, but, I mean, in terms of passing, it was pretty crap. One touchdown, two picks, 290 yards, but 44 rushing yards and two touchdowns. That's your fantasy production there. Uh, Hopkins, pretty good. 7 of 13, 120 yards and a touchdown. I think he had like a 40-something yard touchdown to get things going. So that's good to see. Um, in terms of... Actually, Cortland Sutton disappointing. In a blowout win like that, he had quite low production, so it's a tough one to sort of play him. Yeah. Because he's, you're just not sure which type. Even though he's, he's good, it's just, in our league, it's a tough one. <coughs> After, he's, uh, he's had a, like, a pretty boss season as well. Mm. No, I agree. I think he's a really good quarter, uh, wide receiver. It's just a tough one to sort of... Yeah. You're just not sure whether he's worth going. Uh, going to Minnesota, Detroit. This was no surprise. Detroit's just completely sort of shambles. Um, one touchdown, two uh, intercepts for... Is it Blau? Blow? Blau? Oh, David Blau? Blau, I think. Yeah. Um, despite that, Kenny Golladay still getting production, which is concerning. So I'm going to go up against Sachs this week. Um, this recent news, David Blau plays like a rookie in Minnesota. <laughs> Yeah, Great, that's, thanks, sleeper. <laughs> that's a uh, code for shit. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, 60 yards and a touchdown for Golladay is pretty good. Uh, you go over to Minnesota, it's no real surprise. Um, Dalvin Cook had 18 rush attempts, Madison had 14, so he just ran the ball. And that's kind of how Minnesota plays. As soon as they get the lead, they just lean on yeah. the run. Uh, Cook, although his production wasn't great, still had 60 yards and a touchdown, so the fantasy value's there. Madison's production wasn't much better, but just pure volume gets him there. Like, Cousins' stats are actually good. It's problem is he just didn't have to do much. But oh, here we 20... go. Kirk Cousins has not a great fantasy game, and you try to defend him to... to no, I'm saying, I'm saying, everything. like, yeah, oh, yeah, f- yeah, fantasy, one thing, obviously, but in terms of general stats, 20 of thir- 24 of 30, 240 yards and a touchdown, that's good stats. Yeah, it's very good completion rate and the yards are there it's just because he doesn't one he doesn't run and he only threw one touchdown so fantasy value drops but shows he's actually can you know be a good quarterback uh, Diggs had 90 yards pretty solid um, other than that not much to go on in this game it was kind of what it, we expected uh, Minnesota to take a lead and then just hold on to it so it was a little bit boring for that one uh, but we move on to one game that wasn't boring. San Fran against New Orleans. Yes. Holy <laughs> fuck. What a game. You just don't expect either of these teams to put up these points against each other. No. Like, I mean, it's like insane. Jimmy G had four touchdowns. Breeze had five. Um, sitting on Sheamus's bench with 40 fantasy points. Come on, Sheamus, you know it. You've had Drew Breeze for years. You know he's always going to have a year, one game of 40 fantasy points a year. Uh, most of it really coming through. Um, 
Yeah, um, he looks like he's gonna take the lead, at least ride the hot hand for the next couple of games. I mean, look at that Coleman three carries for six yards. Who's been saying Coleman's been shit all season? This guy, and he is finally there. Do you think they're gonna try and bring Marina in a bit more considering he's just come back from a yeah? Well, I mean, look, for like next game, or do you think they'll just ride the hot hand and keep um, most of it going? No, it's always, always gonna be a share that backfield. Yeah. I think that's what makes them so productive is the fact that they split the running. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, <coughs> Moset will probably be the lead. Um, you can s- just see on his production, over 100 scrimmage yards and two touchdowns. Breeder came back nine yards per carry for six carries, 54. So that's what he brings as well. He's got that explosive um, type of thing. Coleman, wouldn't be surprised if he does the same thing. Um, um, I'd say Coleman's always fantasy irrelevant. Like, the only thing I would have said on him is that he generally, he is the biggest back out of all of them. None of them are, supro- are that big, so he could be goal line, but I just don't don't trust it. Um, you go on the other side, and how about Alvin Kamara's lack of production? Yeah, are you, are you concerned about his production? Or... Well, I mean, it, I think this is more like a one-off game. You're going up against San Fran, it's going to be tough. He still hasn't been, for someone who was... Picked in the second round, least a bit like Barkley here. You kind of need to be concerned with his production. I mean, well, I mean, his previous four games, he's been pretty much averaging five and a half yards a carry, and he still gets loads of uh, yeah, rushes. But, but when you're the sharing ball- a backfield, like yeah. the reason why he dominated in the past so much is because he was, you know, getting substantially better numbers. <coughs> Sorry. Um, I, but yeah, Even when he was sharing the backfield, he was only getting yeah like fourteen runs or whatever a game, but he was still getting massive numbers. Whereas these these days, he's he's not like he, he's got four five games over um, five games games over ten points, and yeah. really struggling to get any decent sort of numbers going. Yeah, look, it, it definitely would be concerning that less than two yards per carry and a fumble hurts, especially when Lat Murray has a very good game. He's only had one um, game where he scored a touchdown all season. That's the other thing. That's the other massive drop-off from the previous year. So, um, I mean, it's kind of hard not to start him because it's Kamara, but... Oh, I agree. It, it's, it would be concerning. Um, but, I mean, it's not really... Like, the Saints run game didn't really do a whole lot in this. It was the pass that did it. Like, you look at them. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Back to our weekly... Yep. Yeah, back, back to our weekly FAP. Uh, 11 of 15, 134 yards and a touchdown. Jared Cook. Jared Cook, two catches, 64 yards, two touchdowns. That's he, what you want for your tight end. He needs to be owned. How is he unowned? Like, his season, besides for the first four games, which we'll just disregard, and the injury that he was out for two weeks, he's got 10 fantasy points, 9, 7, 9, 15, 8, and 18. Yeah, he's just been yeah. a, apparently just a streamer. I picked him up to stream. Obviously, Same. I'm never going to not play uh, Kelsey, but like uh, there are pl- there are teams out there that do not have a decent tight end. How is Jared Cook still on the um, on the waiver wire? It's a great point, and you know what? He's been added. God damn it! Because I still have Sam Darnold for some reason, so he's now okay. in my lineup. Yeah. <laughs> um, just because I'm a little bit unsure with the Hooper next week. Um, but yeah, then you go to the other side. Sandal, Sanders had an absolute ripper game. He had one... Oh, he had a passing touchdown, Sanders. Yeah, 35-yard passing touchdown to... 
Oh, I can't remember who it was. It might have been Debo Samuel. I'm not sure. It's hard to say. There were so many touchdowns. I don't know who went to who. We also had 157 receiving yards in a touchdown. That's insane. Um, literally all the receivers in this game went off for San Fran. Debo Samuel had 101 scrimmage yards, 109 scrimmage yards. Kendrick Bourne had two touchdowns and only 18 yards. So that's excellent. Uh, uh, end zone type threat and Kittle did Kittle things 67 yards and a touchdown it's just pure shootout stats um, which is what we love really uh, any thoughts on these guys playoff bound wise uh, I like San Fran I still like San Fran I would love to see Baltimore and San Fran face off Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be um, everyone's hot ticket. Get the Pats out of there straight away. Hopefully they just die. <sighs> Pats, will, will Pats still have the number one seed? No, I think Baltimore's got it now. I think Baltimore's 11-2, and two, Pats are 10-3. and three. I don't want Pats to have the bye. I don't want them to have the, the thing in the home ground. The home, home ground. Well, you, if you win your division, you get the bye, don't you? Yeah, I think so. So they're, but, they're, one, they're ahead of both, uh, Buffalo by one, so... But still, I don't want them to have a number one seed, so when it comes to playoffs and you've got, you know... Um, yeah, all that home ground advantage. Yeah, that home ground advantage where they just seem to be undefeatable. And fucking... Well, they're going to be... they got Cincy, Miami, and Buffalo, so they'll win at least two of those. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, this was an awesome game. Uh, like, going forward... Um, it's sort of hard not to start a lot of these guys. San Fran have Atlanta, so yeah, you're pretty much just gonna if you own a player in that team, start them. Um, and I think New Orleans have they have Indy, so Indy's defense has dropped a little bit, so but it's still pretty good. So, but generally, if you've got any of their stars, you start them too. Yeah. Um, Miami Jets. Miami Jets. Uh, poor Miami. We wanted them to win so bad. This is essentially, besides from uh, Robbie Anderson, essentially you can sum up everything else as being average. Um, average numbers across the board. Not really much going on except for Miami's kicker. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Parker got, I think, concussed, which was a bit of a shame. Yeah. But everyone else just got average numbers. Running backs didn't do anything. Quarterbacks didn't do much uh, Robbie Anderson got oh, yeah, it was, uh, 116 yards for a touchdown that was the best Sanders had 7 field goals yeah there you go and he missed one too um, so potential pickup maybe um, only thing you can sort of take out of this is the upside of um, Ford and Hearns if Parker misses games but it's Miami so wouldn't trust that um, David we do have to take a moment of silence for Balage. Yeah. Um, Rumour has it that his entire team, uh, coaching staff, fans, players, um, actually kneecapped him um, between games due to his lack of two yards per carry production for the <laughs> entire season. They told you Harding, Jim. Um, so, rest in peace. We hope you come back. You are clearly our second favourite person on this podcast behind, obviously, Mark Sanchez. Um, but maybe Patrick Lard could be a, a play considering the easy fixtures. I mean, he had 48 yards of 15 carries, which is 
3.2 is not good, but compared to Bellage, that's like the equivalent of like 9. Look, and I, I, uh, he gets the receiving action. I'm so. just going to be brutally honest and say I literally have zero interest in Miami from now on uh, without Bellage. I'm always going to have a boycott and say I'm not going to uh, talk about them at all until I see Bellage back in the team. Uh, I can't go that far because they've still got Fitzmagic, and Fitzmagic has suddenly got some wheels. 65 rushing yards. I mean, <laughs> that's like almost. They're rickety wheels, but they're. I mean, they're he, there. He, he's going. He's almost. He's almost rushing his age, basically. So, always worth watching. Um, ah, this this is the one we want. The talking point. Uh, the, the weekly Tampa, uh, indie game. Well, the um, running back situation. Um, I mean, well, you know, Jesus. eleven carries Barber, eleven carries Jones, uh, but Jones had two more catches, so therefore lead back. Once again, each week we're wrong. Uh, it's amazing Just, how we always get this wrong. Two seconds. Uh, Ronald Jones had thirty-five percent of the snaps. Well, Peyton Barber had thirty-eight. Yeah, so basically when they came out and said Ronald Jones would be the lead back and we called shenanigans on that, we were right. Did they say lead or did they say starter? So it's two different things. David, we were right. That's all that matters. Yes, this is true. Um, Jameis Winston doing Jameis Winston things. Threw a pick on his first throw of the game. But, you know... Side of things to come, you throw a pick, you get great points. Yeah, like I said, guys, you can't have if your quarterback doesn't throw an intercept, he's not going to do well. So make sure they throw intercepts. Four touchdowns, three intercepts, 450 yards. He rushed a touchdown too. I think it was a QB scramble or something. 37 fantasy points. Like we got to punish intercepts more. Even making it two would still bring him down to like 34 or something. Not 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 to to rag on Dan's team much again why not um he, he played Winston right he got 97 points in total without Winston he would have got 60 like a flat 60 and he also played Michael Thomas which had essentially 20 points yeah oh no like, we, like... we could do this with Saxon's team and Lamar Jackson too <laughs> but um and gotta... well, my, my point is start Austin Eckler yeah I think he will good over Darius guys, like start Austin Eckler. Like obviously, like guys got well, you the got, IR, yeah. but Austin Eckler, I feel, has been performing significantly, consistently, and should have. Yeah. Anyway, um, love you, Dad. <laughs> love your stuff. Go through it. Marlon Mack came back. He only had the uh, thirteen carries because the I think it was more the script and injury. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Still got a touchdown though. Only 38 yards, but he'll get more into it, so I think his production will go up. Um, Zach Pascal taking that lead receiver role since Hilton's injury. Is he worthy of a pickup? 100 yards against Tennessee, uh, 15 fantasy points this week. Against New Orleans, I mean, normally you'd think maybe not, but after that San Fran game, you never know. I He might be worth a stash, if you could call it a stash at this time of the year. Um, if you're desperate for a play, he would be an okay pickup. But you're not really dropping, you know, one of your starting wide receivers to pick up Pascal. No, but he could be. Yeah, he could be worthy of a stash. Um, a little uh, concern on Tampa. Mike Evans going down with a hamstring injury on his 61-yard touchdown. That was his uh, one catch. 
So the fantasy right. production on one play. Um, we're not entirely sure what happened, but I think as he tried to like jump away from the guy trying to ankle tap him, I think that's when the hammy went, because I remember seeing it. And then he just sort of couldn't get off the field. So like, yeah. at least he got value there for a, it was at Sam, but not sure if he will be playing going forward, which means Godwin's production will go up, which sucks for me. OJ Howard's Howard. production will go up? No, I don't think that, I think that tight end thing is just going to be Ugh. chaos as it is. I but just, with one, one less like receiver to go for. I think um, Perriman. I think Perriman's will then go up. Yeah. Um, he's sort of been in the mix the last few weeks, and with no um, Evans. Well, Justin Watson's got a decent amount this this week as well. Yeah, I mean he'll get he'll he'll just get a snap increase. He'll be that third option, but and not a guy you trust. And not to. Uh, not that this says anything, but Sleeper has said that Justin Watson is uh, slated to fill in the Evans role for the upcoming game. Well, he's about the same size, so... Yes. Um, actually, all quite tall receivers on that team. All, pretty much all over six foot. So, I wonder Winston loves it, um, despite all his rubbish. But yeah, that was a really exciting game. I, who have a... I think Tampa's got some decent matchups. Yep, so could be worth playing, uh, picking up some of those guys going forward as well. Uh, going to Chargers Jags. I think we were all a bit surprised with this one. Uh, Philip Rivers did not throw an intercept. Three touchdowns, 16 of 22, 314 yards. Just really good stats. The Jacksonville defense has just given up. Uh, Jacksonville in general, I think, yeah, has just given yeah, up. Yeah. Um, Minshew wasn't great, no surprise. Fournette's value is going to be decreasing significantly, I think, just because yeah. the team is in such shambles. Um, but you go the other, so uh, like this, I, I just don't even, I'm not even going to bother talking about anything Jags related. Um, you go the Chargers, Henry, another good week. Yep, Henry, um, Henry's always solid. Keenan Allen did pretty well, Mike Williams, another deep threat. Um, got that, finally got a touchdown to his name. Uh, Melvin Gordon doing what he's been doing the last few weeks, pretty standard. And Eckler, just outrageous. Yeah, Dan Dan has to finally play him, surely. I mean, even though like his volume isn't high, just the ridiculous amount of sort of action he gets, especially on the pass. Yeah, he. Oh, um, well, that's the thing. Like o- overall, his like receptions or attempts, at least. Uh, you know, like he's breaking double digits every time and if you break double digits you're generally going to and he's semi yeah, decent you're going like, to get a good production since week 7 his lowest fantasy game has been 8.2 like um, I mean you have to play him even as a backup he's just pretty much a locked in start in my mind um, interesting to sort of see Chargers have a massive away win but they're sort of two irrelevant teams um, hopefully that Production rolls over considering I have two Chargers players. <coughs> All right, Arizona. Um, this game, basically what we expected, right? Um, pretty yeah, quiet. Uh, I mean, I did pick Arizona, but yeah. No, I knew uh, Pittsburgh's defense would stand, and I think Hodges is just so much better than Mason Rudolph. Dave, like, David Jones getting Johnson. Sorry, he's getting the. Uh, Getting a touchdown, but only having three carries, two receptions. Oh yeah, he has like no production value. Um, you can't 
drop him because David Johnson just, I think, just had a pure pride. Yeah. You can't get rid of him, but um, I wouldn't look into that too much. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to sort of Jesus, look into ben, this. Benny Snell in Pittsburgh, <laughs> 16 carries, 41 yards, and, and a fumble. Yeah, so that whole run game is a nightmare. James Connor's back in practice, but oh, okay. um, if he, like, I don't know, it's I, I own him, so I don't think I'll play him still. I don't think the value's there for this week, maybe next week. Yeah. Um, the only real highlight out of this, I guess, is uh, Deontay Johnson had a good game. Like, I don't know really what else to do out of that. Um, 60 yards and a touchdown here to... Another touchdown, I think, off a kick return. I'm not entirely sure. Um, I think it might have been a punt return he had touchdown. But that pretty much summed up the game, I think, when one of your best guys gets a punt return touchdown. <laughs> yeah, it was a punt return. Um, other than that, Christian Kirk had a good game. Uh, he did get hurt, so he is questionable up against Cleveland. So if he's fit, I might consider playing him. But, yes, pretty much what you expect from this game. Murray had three picks um, against Pittsburgh. It's not surprising. They are tough. And it's just weird. Pittsburgh's 8-5. Jeez. Can you believe that? Yeah. And they've been got... This is their, like, third quarterback. That's so surprising. And they've got, like, a committee running back thing, too. they got no Big Ben, no Connor, and no Juju, and they're 8-5. How good is that? Mike, Co- Mike Tomlin, coach of the year. That's what I said, but as soon as I said that, I got shut down by Saxon for Green Bay. Yep. Because oh. no, one, no one listens to anything you say. Uh, they tune in for me, not you. Uh, <laughs> we're going to uh, Kansas, Pats. We both picked Pats, but in hindsight, I definitely think we should have picked Kansas. We both wanted Kansas to win. Yeah. Um, statistically, pretty bad game, though. Like, Although, just just on statistics, um, you know, I, we, were, we were right to pick him because that's a, this is actually the first home loss um, <coughs> that New England has had since October first, two thousand and seventeen, and that was against Carolina. Well, I think that was our logic. The Pats were at home, so we just figured they'd win. Pretty much. Um, but you sort of go through it. The pass game dreadful. Um, Brady, nineteen of thirty six, had a touchdown, had a pick. Holmes, 26 of 40, 280, touchdown and a pick. Both pretty poor. The run game, non-existent as usual. Both teams had no run game. Um, Is Tony Michelle worth dropping yet? Yep. I I just... I don't think anyone's worth... Except for maybe James White. I think they're realising that they should be getting him more and more and more and more and more and more involved. I don't know why they haven't been doing it from the start. You have start. no bias towards James White. Everyone in the world should love James White. Uh-huh. There's no reason to not love James White. Um, and that, Edelman had a wicked game. Uh, pretty much stock standard. 8 of 12, 95 yards, got a touchdown, which has sort of been what he's, I think, lacked a little this season. Um, just being on the pats, I think it's hard to actually get those type of stats. Yeah. Um, other than that, Kelsey had a rushing touchdown off a direct snap from four yards out. He also had a fumble, which kind of hurt you. Um, Still scoring 11 is solid. Yeah, any tight end game, double digits, you take that. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I called it, a, I did call it a while ago. I said Pats won't win the Super Bowl. Um, I'm 
This just only gets strengthened. Oh, they they cannot win against uh, winning record teams by the looks of it. So be interesting to see how they finish the season. Uh, Tennessee, Oakland, Tannehill on a tear yet again. 21 of 27, 390 yards, three touchdowns, um, a pick, but that's what you need. You know, we say it every time. You need a pick for your good fantasy output. Josh um, Jacobs looks like he'll probably be out next week as well. Yeah, so uh, Saxon picked up Washington, who's, I mean, they're going to be splitting those carries, but Washington gets passing yards. I don't know why Jacobs doesn't. Still don't know why, but. Yeah. Um, so the, the value's there. Derek Henry's had like four games in a row over 100 yards now, I think. Jesus. Um, dude is an absolute monster. He is a locked in RB1, possibly like RB1 for the week going a- forward. AJ Brown. Now, I reckon rookie of the year, at least for wide receivers, has, has to be between him or uh, DK Metcalf. It's it's a tough one because he's he's only really had a handful of good games, AJ Brown. Yeah, this is why I think it will go to DK Metcalf because his Metcalf's kind of been producing all season. <coughs> it's a t- so. I mean, if they've got the matchup, you play him. Dan's picked him up, and I think they've got Houston at home, so yeah. that's a matchup to worth playing. Um, if of course he stand, you know, but again, it depends on who else you've got. Um, other than that, Darren Waller had a fumble. His value has dropped significantly since uh, the start of the season. Since uh, like week eight onwards, he's only had ten once. When did Saxon make that trade? Um, I don't know, but it's uh, it's it hasn't really uh, yeah. worked out too well. That's but right. we will cover that in our end of season uh, summary podcast in a few weeks' time. Oh yeah, yeah. That's definitely jot down. Take some minutes, David. Jot that down. Um, done. But yeah, that's a Oakland sort of season done. Tennessee could be a quiet achiever come playoffs. Yep. Tannehill, like I said at the start, best passer rating in the league. So he's got a shot to carry this team. And with Derrick Henry, I don't know who can stop him. Um, well, at the moment, it looks like no one. He's just absolutely killing it. That's seven games in a row over four yards per carry. You know how I like my four yards per carry. I do. Um, his touchdown production is insane. He's had eight in his last five games. He's had two games where he's scored less than ten. Yeah, so he is on a tear. Um, it's, you know, concerning to see against, I mean, against Houston. Oh, man, he's going to destroy it. Let's see, he's going to get 20-plus fantasy points, guaranteed. Yeah. Um, put him on your bench, Sam. I dare you. For shits and giggles. Um, next one, Seattle Rams. Goff, back to okay-ish. He, um, he started really well and got some good production. 22 of 31 is not bad. The 290 yards, two touchdowns. But then he started throwing some picks late for some reason. I don't know. He wanted he... to put up a good fantasy score, so he knew he had to score some, get some uh, picks. Yeah, but he, he only got 18, so it's not good enough. Yeah, he um, tried. It would have been worse otherwise. So, on the other side, I think Wilson's pretty much destroyed his MVP chances um, these last few weeks. He's had yeah. four games in a row of an intercept, and he's only had four touchdowns in those last four games. So, I think it's... That's really hurt him. The intercept's not so much, but the 
touchdown. Yeah, and just the off. general, um, yeah, production. Like his completion rates haven't been great either, nor has his yards. No. Um, Robert Woods going off again. Yeah. Um, are you going to start him? Uh, at the moment, he's in my starting lineup. Potentially. I mean, he's had four games in a row over 90 yards. Yeah. But you never know. It could be Cooper Cup's week after that, or yeah. I just, I just don't know. I think it's um, Woods is getting all the targets as well. Cup's Cup got the touchdown, but he's a target rate. Woods got one as well. I mean, I think but I... targets have dropped a lot for Cups. I think Woods is yeah. going to be the lock. So it's either between him or Robinson, so I don't know who... Uh... Well, maybe even Tyler Higby. Two games in a row over 100 yards. Seven catches. Um, 116 yards this one. He could be worth... Maybe I might go full Saxon here and have three tight ends on, on in my lineup. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, you should never go full Saxon. Uh, Gurley finally getting carries. Can you believe it? That's a... Uh, Last four games, he's had 25, 19, and 23. He had nothing against Baltimore because they got blown out of the water really quickly. He's had three touchdowns in well in those games as well. So, Gurley's volume is back. Um, hopefully, he stays forward, knowing that uh, Seamus has him playing you. So, prayers up for Gurley. Um, you go to the other side. Carson, back to... Decent carries again the last few weeks. Uh, yeah, Rashad Penny's injured, so I think he's going to be just workhorse going forward. That is concerning. Hopefully he fumbles it, but I will be. I am actually worried about Carson tearing me open uh, next week. Yeah, you could be in some trouble here. Uh, generally, but Seattle pass game, I think it's time I'll just step away from. Wouldn't touch a receiver there. Yeah. It's too difficult to figure out who's got what. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how these guys go in playoffs. Rams are making a push. Seattle has kind of fallen away. Um, but yeah, we'll move on to the last one. Um, this this is gross. Um, Eli Manning making a return. Um, his stats are so inflated, though. He had two touchdowns. The first one is Slayton. The dude caught it on like an eight-yard thing. Yeah. Broke a tackle and then just did the rest. Right. So, didn't actually do much. 15 of 30 sucks for completions. 200 yards sucks. Um, Barkley, are you cons- are you now officially concerned with Barkley? I already told you this last week, yes. Good. I just like hearing you say it. Um, Darius Slayton, the only sort of bonus out of this game, really. Um, Golden Tate got... I think Golden Tate got hurt, so that's a bit concerning. Shepard's oh, I just, want, I just want to step in. Barkley is playing Miami next week. Man, and then he, Washington. He so doesn't get 15 plus points. Yeah. Game over. Um, we go to the other side. Wentz did everything he could to get into this game with no receivers. Alright, so... Saxon came up with the idea of um, an end-of-season review for for our teams, pretty much. He gave us a whole list of criteria. Uh, no, I don't think anyone actually sent through their stuff, except for maybe David. 
because he, he did, you know, did go quite quickly, but I understand why he wants to get it out of the way. So instead, we're going to bring him up here, do our things here. Um, uh, just quickly, there's been some uh, breaking news on the podcast. Uh, Devonta Freeman has uh, missed practice, so not sure how that's looking for his uh, potential outlook for come the, um, the next game, just because he's, yeah, I think it's, it's an ankle injury he's had, so... Oh, uh, you gonna go for Brian Hill again? No. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a flop! All right, so we go through them. So we'll let basically we'll tell you guys what the um, the category is, and then we'll both go through ours, do right. a little discussion on it. So first up, best value draft pick. Um, for me, I'd say it's either Murray Cooper end of the fourth round or Cooper Cup at the end of the, at the beginning of the seventh. Now uh, you're gonna go with Cup for the production he had up to that point. To where you traded him? Yes. And then my trade value. So I'm yeah. incorporating Bell's the trade better, value Bell's, into that. Neither player really has been good out of that. Um, no, but... Well, Bill's, Bill's been alright. He's been getting 10, 10 to 15 points every every week, especially the last half of the season. So yeah, I'm not, for his matchups, he should be getting yeah. better. But still, um, anyway, that would be, yeah, mine. Probably Amari Cooper, I, I'd say, would be the best uh, draft pick um, for me, for where he was in... Um, in the draft well for me I've, I didn't think about this at all um, I went straight to Melvin Gordon because I got him in the 8th round yeah um, fair enough that's, that's a tough one to sort of turn down no one wanted to take the risk which is fair enough but at that point you're kind of just picking up backups or like wide receiver two or three options so that's why I went for him and in the hope that he'd sign did he started crap fired the uh, offensive coordinator That's and now is bec- now is becoming really good so definitely my best uh, draft pick for sure um, best stud player uh, Travis Kelsey he's been consistent no injuries yeah. no no issues he's just he's been there the whole time and done really well uh, yeah so even with the quarterbacks a... swap he's still done well yeah. so that's fair enough um, I'm struggling to go past McCaffrey really just considering he's been again consistent a lot of my guys have been roller coasters <coughs> so it's sort of hard to even though I didn't draft him um, McCaffrey's had some huge weeks yeah his worst has been like 10 for me so I can't really complain with that um, biggest draft flop uh, Josh Good where'd you pick him up um, pretty early ish I think <coughs> Uh, let me just check. You, you tell you tell yours, and I'll look up. Uh, well, considering he was my first pick, I'm going James Connor. Um, yeah, he's the, been a the in- for you. Injuries haven't helped, obviously, but he's had one game like over 20 points. Um, like the other, yeah, like he's had two games over 20. Um, uh, end of the six, so it's just wrong, by the way. Yeah, that's fair. He he, well, he's done literally nothing for yeah, you, so exactly. I don't. Go there. My other consideration could be Freeman. Yeah. But Freeman still had some value for me, like at times. Um, he weirdly got involved in the pass a bit. Like he still, so he had like four games where he pretty much hit double digits. Yeah. And I think then I traded him. Um, so they're like my, that was like my RB1 and 2 combo. And now it's McCaffrey and Melvin Gordon. So I've done well there. Shout out to Sax for giving me an A-plus in in-season manoeuvres. But I'm going to stick with Connor as my first pick. Right. Um, best fab move? 
Uh, best fab or free agency move? Um, for me, it's either Moore or Ridley, both off the free agency. Which, yes, I understand. We're just saying the one that I picked up. Did you ever play more? No. Uh, <laughs> or uh, Robert Woods for a dollar. You haven't played him. So, be the best pick up. I don't think they count if you don't play the player. Because you're not actually getting value out of it. Well, I could have chosen another player, but I do bring him in later on. And the only players that I've really picked up have been like one and done sort of stuff. Uh, Carlos Hart, I guess, I've been has been the long, most longevity. He's played a few, a few just to come by weeks, but nothing fantastic. Whereas more like the, or they're actually scoring more Ridley and Woods, been quite good. Fair enough. Um, mine, oh, I'm, I'm torn on mine. So I've got Hunter Henry down. Yeah. No, he has to be like, like just because of the trade I got out yeah. of him. But I'm also considering Hooper. Because even oh though I picked God, him up, they dropped him, they pick him up. But he's been like the number one tight end for the season, and he cost me like seven bucks. So I'm probably gonna I put down Henry, so I'm gonna go with him because of yes, just what I got. Definitely it was Henry. What I got out of it. Alright. Um worst Fable free agency pickup. I think we can just brush straight over this. Uh, Brian Brian Hill. Uh what's yours? What what why Brian Hill? Uh, shut up, next one. Um $25. Yeah, look, he just, he just didn't do anything. Six guys in the league had like $15 doing. to spend as well. Well, I was out trying to outbid uh, Dan, which this week I was able to do so even though he had $30 like, like thirty more than me. Yeah, you guys are weird. I don't yeah. understand it. Um, went through, yeah, I didn't really have much going on. So I had Jalen Samuels at some point, which I spent, I think, double digits on, but as a handcuff yeah. because I think Connor was hurt. So I could almost justify that, but I went Larry Fitz because I think I spent a decent amount on him, and I don't think he got like over fifty yards. Um, I sort of jumped on the hype when he was getting like twelve catches in the first two games, and just deteriorated. So I'm gonna go with that. Uh, most memorable win? Definitely the the uh, Richie <coughs> Richie socks donkey dip bowl, yeah. whatever it's called. Um, David, last week. you should know this. You Sorry. so much pride in that. Um, Don't yeah. worry, the trophy's on its way. Yeah, I can understand that. <laughs> um, mine was our, our week six in the uh, most one-sided rivalry in sport bowl. Uh, when I destroyed you, 134 to 72. So, so I, I, think, I think ours is the most active rivalry at the moment in the league. Yeah, it's, it's now that we have a, this uh, podcast going, we actually see each other more, so we can start poking each other. Um, I think it's a bit harder. The lovers quarrel going across the cities is a tough one. Uh, yeah. But, you know, people still get into it, which is good. Um, um, most devastating loss uh, for me is a very... Uh, well, I'm still very upset about this one. Um, Sheamus in week nine... Um, Oh, the Emmanuel Sanders Kenyon Drake combo. Yeah, him picking up. I think it was five players off the waivers that week and played all of them because he had massive bye week issues. And this is the reason why I want a ten man league or deeper rosters or something because just pick that many people up and just plug and play and be able to score. I think you get got like a hundred and like ten points or something, hundred and fifteen points or something. It's just ridiculous. The fact that you've got so much talent still on the waivers easily able to be picked up it's just shat me and it still gets me and con- I guess congratulations Seamus um, 
It, it yeah. was amazing. I gotta say, it was amazing because I watched that uh, Thursday night game with you, the Sierra, the San Fran yeah. Cardinals, and Drake and Sanders went off. It was a that, that well and truly ruined my weekend. Oh, it was glorious. Um, mine was it most devastating loss, obviously yeah. losing the rivalry match to you. <laughs> Trying to be smart and play Darnold in a positive matchup instead of Deshaun against the Pats blew up in my face because if I played to Sean I would have won um, so that's obviously the worst one out of that for sure um, next one what best individual performance uh, for me Amari Cooper in week 5 I don't know there was a few to pick from but this one uh, actually like gave me the win without his performance I would not have won um, and it was 28.6 points but that's why I chose it mainly because of the value that it brought to the team yeah, as opposed to just enough. the highest scoring points. Well, I struggled with this one. I got two. So I got Deshaun in a week five. Went up against Atlanta, had 41 points, five touchdowns. Like, that's... It's hard to sort of overlook that. But I've also got Keenan Allen in week three, where he had 30 points. He had 180 yards and two touchdowns. So I wasn't really sure on that one. I think just because of the way Keenan Allen has been since... That one has more value, um, so I'm going to go with that one, but I'm happy to keep that as like a split. However, when we go to the next one, which is the worst performance, this one I definitely will pick out for Sean. That gives me the shit. <laughs> week 11 against Baltimore, he couldn't even get five points. Are you kidding me? That's right, mine is Murray Cooper at 0.00. Yeah. got couple of targets or well, a few targets have got no ah uh, that's right and you justify because he was uh, hit up by a good corner yeah you still play no no it was raining as well it was raining as well uh, you should be looking up the weather well, beforehand mate, I was asleep <laughs> uh, okay the Jose Mourinho award for managerial excellence the best start decision in a matchup uh, for me I'm going with which I guess also could have been my pick up of pick up of the whatever best free agency or fab pick up Jared Cook uh, picked him up that week played him God, uh, which I've already, you know, frothed about in the previous uh, uh, part of the pod, uh, got me 15.9 in week 12. Can I... As a tight end, yeah. fantastic play. Yeah, that it was very good. I think I am the week before, and he did pretty well for yeah. me. Yeah, you dropped him um, because you're like, oh, no, he's not going to do well. He's only going to get yeah. like two targets. Yeah, I've, I've been up and down with my predictions. Mainly up. Everyone keep that in mind. Mainly up. Um... I'm torn. Can I just pick a week for pickups? Because <laughs> week, yeah. t- week that, ten, is the Hunter Henry week. No, this is. Um, I never started Henry. No, no, but pickups. We've already done that. Um, best start decision. Uh, mine would be Jared Cook, who would also be for the potential best pickup as well. Um, he got me fifteen point nine weeks, point nine points in week twelve. Uh, playing him as a tight end. Know, anything over 10 is pretty pretty solid and the fact that he's done so well yeah it was just real easy for me to just plug and play I find it hard for you to argue him as not your best pickup, considering your other nominees you haven't played once you yeah, know we've gone over this thing I understand that but they they were still probably the best value pickups to pick up I just haven't played them so for my team yeah they weren't very valuable for but for in general the best available on the wire. That's why I chose them as my best value pickups. Okay, 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 okay. Cool, 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 cool. What's yours? Um, well, I wanted to argue just the entire week 10 play that I had. <laughs> so I had Hopkins and um, 
Deshaun Watson on bye. Yep. So I went in and picked up Daniel Jones against the Jets. Had 30 fantasy points. Yep. Four touchdowns. And I, but earlier, I think I picked up, like the week before, I picked up Christian Kirk purely because they were playing Tampa. Yeah. And he went for 138 yards and three touchdowns for 31 points. So they were my, they were my two pickups to start. Probably going to go with Kirk because he was a wide receiver and they got more points than the quarterback. Yeah. But, you know, those two pretty sensational pickups. Pretty sure I called it out in the pod that week. I'll call it out again. <laughs> Excellent right. moves. Um, worst bench play. Uh, mine is one of the players I said was one of my best pickups. Calvin Ridley got 20.3 points against, um, which I would have been able to win the matchup if only I had played him that week. I only lost by six. Yeah. So that, that hurt. That's a tough one for you. Um, mine, I, I had straight away in my mind. I didn't even have to think twice about this. Stefan Diggs. Um, which one was it? It was week six against Philly. Didn't play him. 167 yards. Three touchdowns. 36 fantasy points. On my bench. Not great. And I really... I told myself I should play him. Because Philly. Philly's defense was dreadful at the time. But it was Minnesota. Hard to trust receivers at Minnesota, especially when Diggs have done nothing all season. Talked yourself out of it. Literally hadn't had a nine-point game all season. Did that, killed me, traded him. <laughs> so that's definitely my one. Yes. Um, did we? Was that all? Of them? Yeah, it's all. Of them. All right, there you go. That's our that's our things. Um, that was probably the quickest one for me to think of. Diggs. Man, yeah, that hurts so much. <laughs> um, all right, sweet. Let's uh, let's go into some fabs because we haven't done fab in a while. Um, mainly because it hasn't been interesting. Any, yeah, there's not really much to talk about. But we've hit playoffs, so um, if anyone's starting to panic about uh, picking up players come playoff time, it's um, all the members of the science. That's pretty no much what you do. That dreaded toilet bowl. Um, we'll start low and work our way up. Yep. Um, I got Darius Slayton for nothing for Ryan Griffin. Um, I can see why no one else went for him. It's a speculative ad. Um, but to call it, it cost me a tight end I don't need. So I don't think there's, we really have to go into that. Um, Saxon dropping Penny to pick up Washington is a decent move. I would have said, I would have thought a few people would have put in bids for him. Mm. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's the fact that Josh Jacobs is not 100 not playing. Maybe this maybe Jez even. Yeah. Either Jacobs, but Jez is running back. Game is actually not bad. It's the receivers he's most concerned at. Yeah. So again, not too surprised. There's not a whole lot of action there. Dan going five bucks for Seattle defense. Um, when you got the money, <coughs> go for it. Three bids on that. It's the only one I who did actually put the money in as well for that. You put a dollar in. Um, yeah. He was the only one who actually put something decent in. Well, because I was sp- spending big on something else, which we'll cover in a bit. It's a. I mean, they got Carolina and their offense has fallen apart, fair enough. But it's not like Seattle's has been good. So. They are ranked pretty highly, according to Fantasy Pros. Uh, well, I, I take all. Why didn't he spend all his fab then, if, if Fantasy Pros says so? You're ridiculous. Um, we go on to. And then the next one, Dan finally deciding to spend some cash. 10 bucks on AJ Brown. Not too surprised. He went for him. Um, ten bucks is 
I mean, I guess when you got the money, you want to make sure you cover it. But yeah, whether he, I mean, he's if you you got to play him right for ten bucks against Houston. Yeah. The matchups there. I don't know. Why would you spend big and not not get it? I mean, I know you have the money, so you can't afford to do it. But three bids on that one. The only one worth any money was obviously Dan's ten bucks because no one else has any money. Yeah. I think we've got about three guys on zero, so it's. Surprising. To our next point, Dan, you have so much money left over. I think you still have like thirty dollars or something. <coughs> Why did you not just outbid me? It needed to be does an extra he? two dollars. How much money does he have left? No, he's only got sixteen. Oh, sixteen. But still, um, he only needed an extra two extra dollars from what he had, and most of it would have been his. Maybe he doesn't. Yeah, when you've got Coleman as well, you yeah. got to go for it. That's why I knew. Bidding. I, I figured uh, a few people might have gone for him, so I was like, I need to at least beat who I can, and I wanted to have at least a dollar left. So, so that's six bids for it, um, four of them worth a dollar or less. Um, well, that's because they literally had no money. Yeah, it's just pure hope, really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, are you going to play? Uh, for 11 def- bucks. Definitely considering it. The, um, the way that it looks like. This is kind of like the the main match of the season because you kind of if you put everything in this and you make the final. Yeah, you either you either safe or you're you're either, especially you're either safe or yeah. in the final, and then I you, you sort of take it either way. And that's why I figured I needed to go all out on this um, <coughs> this this week anyway, just because mm. yeah, you, you know if if you like for me if I'm safe I'm safe I don't really care. Uh, I just need to make sure that I get past this round. So so I'm definitely. Interesting fab moves. I'm definitely looking at um, doing it this week. Um, Putting him in. He's currently in my team. Are you you at the point now where uh, AJ Green is there for pure uh, pride reasons to not drop him? Like like I had with Bell. If they actually come out and say he's not going to play, I will drop him. I don't even think he's worth starting if you do. If he does play. Uh, Over... Over what you've got. Well, pot- potentially, but I'd, I'd probably just start him just because I've held on to him for so long and bugger it. Yeah, I mean, if, you, if, well. you, if you win this week and you're safe that and then he comes out, it doesn't matter, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that, that's cool. Much... Some league updates. Oh, yeah. uh, Sam's picked up Jimmy G and dropped Baker Mayfield. Don't know why he had Baker to begin with, but there you go. Um, that's not a bad move. Um, yeah, it's some fab talk. Uh, Interesting to see how that most start line goes. Um, that yes. running back game at a uh, San Fran's always a head scratcher. That's true. <coughs> All right, let's move on to Pickums. Cool, Pickums. So I, I took some risks last week, which did not pay off. So I lost that one. Not at all. Um, I think you lost the first four matchups. Yeah, I look back on it now, and I don't know what I was thinking, um, which is a shame. Yeah. But oh well. So. So you picking Jets against Baltimore to start with? Uh, <laughs> that's my lock, Baltimore. Oh, damn! Got it early. Yep. I figured if uh, if I do it now, you can't take it. All right. So yeah, I'm up three two in total. Uh, so it's 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 tight. It's interesting. I don't think anyone else cares but us. But it's our pod. You have to listen to it. So, cop it. Damn it, all the other matchups are shit. Haha, <laughs> I got it early. Brilliant. All right, so obviously we're both doing Baltimore. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to take the Jets. Really, David? You're going to take the Jets? Oh, shut up. <laughs> all right, um, Seattle at Carolina. Seattle. Seattle, yep. Uh, Patriots at Bengals. 
Patriots. Oh, Pats, that'll be a lock of it. There we go. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Um, Tampa at Detroit. I'm going Tampa. I've got Tampa as well. Chicago at Green Bay. I'm going Green Bay. Yeah, I'll go Green Bay. Denver at Kansas. I'm going Kansas. Miami at the Jets. Game of the week. Definitely game of the week. Uh, Depends who's quarterback. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? I'm going Miami. I'm going to go the Giants. Cool. It hurts me to go against my beloved Miami, even though I'm not actually a fan, but we all are fans now, aren't we? Um, Houston, Tennessee. Oh, this is another great game. I'm going Tennessee. I am also going Tennessee. Uh, Philly at Washington. Philadelphia. Yep. Um, we've only gone against each other once so far, haven't we? Uh, uh, Browns at Arizona. I'm going the Browns. Uh, Actually, oh. Mm. oh, I don't know. What are you going? I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Browns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That confident the Browns? Nope. Um, yeah, I'm going Browns. All right. Yeah. Both going Browns. Yeah. Um, Jags at Oakland. Oakland. Yep. Oakland. Minnesota at the Chargers. Minnesota. Do I dare? Do I dare? Was it a one-off, that big win last week? The answer, probably Yes. Go on, do it. Ah. Do it. Let's go, Chargers. Hey, there we go. I can't wait for another dinner. Um, uh, Rams at Dallas. I'm actually going to take my advice this time, although this is probably the first time that I'm proven wrong. Uh, I'm going to go Rams because Dallas is not one against a team over 500. Yeah, I'm going to go Rams too. They've played well the last few weeks. Dallas has not. <laughs> uh, Atlanta at San Fran. That's a pretty obvious one. You're going Atlanta, are you? you no. Know, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> 49ers. Um, Buffalo at Pittsburgh. I go against them all the time. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to go Buffalo. It's weird to think, like, as just from like watching games, your, your mindset will be straight away. This is obviously a Buffalo win. It's 9 and 4 plays 8 of 5. How much does that mess with your head? Pittsburgh at 8 and 5. Yeah. Pittsburgh are better than Dallas. That bugs me. So weird. Same record as Houston. One win behind Kansas. Like, what the hell? Uh, I'm going to go Buffalo too. Cool. And Colts at the Saints. Saints? Oh, yeah, go on New Orleans. Yeah. Uh, quite a few similar ones there, but you know, a couple of controversial picks. Our locks might be the uh, the difference in the the matchups here. Well, I mean, if both our teams lose on these locks, then I've given up <laughs> on the world. Baltimore at home to the Jets. 
yeah. pass against the one-win Bengals. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Um, you got anything else, or that's it? Um, just as long as the fantasy traditions continue, Saxons never win a. Uh, we need, we need, um, How great is it that event. everyone's going to be cheering for me this week? Oh, it's the lesser of two evils. God, you know what would be scary? Mm-hmm. What if Dan wins his fourth championship? He's only got two. Oh, is he, or third. Third. Third championship. Oh. I'm coming in fourth and we're ragging on him all season. And it'll, it comes be, it'll be chaos. I don't know if I'd want to live in this world anymore. <laughs> I look forward to Seamus um, getting the win over you. That would be glorious. I have no confidence in it, but I'm, I'm praying for it. Um, but yeah, it's going to be some very interesting matchups. Um, I hope so much that I can knock Saxon out of the semis two years in a row. Not confident, but I've got my prayers up. I think, my, my bold prediction this, this week, I think we're yet to see the biggest uh, tantrum from Karen yet. I mean, we could be uh, looking for a new commission next season if she <laughs> if she loses so please don't leave us um yeah, actually don't leave us we love you so much we'd be lost <laughs> so lost um we can't have david in charge oh god um but that's everything for the week if you guys got anything we want to you want us to talk about um as we go through playoffs or for an end of season thing let us know um but good luck in the playoffs if you're in that top four you hope you make the final you're in that bottom four. You hope you don't get in the toilet bowl. Um, it's going to be so nervy for all people involved. Um, but that's the beauty of the science. And that's the beauty of the butt fumble. Time to get my lunch. <laughs> Woo! Butt fumble out.